We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 95. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is our special Thanksgiving edition. Uh, it is Thanksgiving week. So I titled this one Thanksgiving Rain. I wonder where I got that. That's a nod title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But uh, wow. Yeah, this we're in a pretty fast-moving uh, weather Pattern. I, I like my turkey moist. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> well, I, probably not rain logged. Well, you know, you don't want to dry turkey. You do not. No, that's that. Yeah, that's true. Well, you probably want to spread some butter on it. Okay, now are you are you one of those people that that gets the big old greasy bin outside and drops your turkey in nope. from like two stories? I think uh, we did that one year. Yeah, a while back, my dad did. How'd that go? I don't know. He he was he's a turkey he's a turkey guy. He's a turkey expert. Oh, okay. Well, he, yeah. sometimes now now I like more of the smoked turkeys. I do too. They're they're really good. I think my mom she always gets something where she's, uh, it's I she used to get like the whole turkey you know with the stuffing you got to take out and then you you do it. But I think she got a turkey breast this time. Well, the fried turkeys are a no no because well the fire hazard. Oh my gosh, yes. But since you know twenty one years. Of having my son, we haven't had a fried turkey because you use peanut oil to cook a turkey with, and my son is allergic to peanuts. Yeah, which kind of ruins the whole thing. Well, well, you can't do it in canola oil or it, olive. It, oil? it recommend it highly recommends peanut oil. You know, that's the same thing with Chick Fil A. They cook in peanut oil and Chick Fil A because it's a high smoke point or something, right? Yeah, or I, something. Yeah, I, I think know. you get it hotter. I don't know. Probably. Oh well, that sucks for Grant. Poor kid. Well, he doesn't know any different. Yeah, but you know, and peanut. Well, so so he he can't even eat Reese's peanut butter cup. That would be bad. Ooh, that would be very bad. That yeah, I've seen pictures when he was blown up one time, and that oh, wasn't a word. Poor I mean, kid. You should have seen him when he was younger. Really? Oh yeah, I I can get graphic if you want me to. Well, yeah, maybe you can show me later. You ever seen the white of your eyes swelled up around your eyeball? No. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, peanut I'll allergies. I'll post pictures are, later, guys. No. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm sure everybody's going to want to see that. That'll get likes. Yay. <laughs> no, no, I mean, peanut allergies are not to be messed with. I mean, I know several people that have them, and you just got to be really careful. Like you said, Chick-fil-A. You wouldn't even think Chick-fil-A. Or, you know, a restaurant would use peanut oil. But well, you have to ask wherever you go, no matter what. And even if you know they don't, you still have to ask because, well, they change something, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Well, Sometimes I'll put it on the menu, though. Yeah. Well, you just have some salad. You know, so some nice salad. And stuff. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? You got a show? Uh, of course, I have a show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every uh, every Thanksgiving, uh, we have a morning show, a ten a.m. show. Wow. But we do not have a night show. And for the longest time, 
you know, it would, for us music, when you're in the entertainment industry, there's no such thing as holiday break, except Christmas. You get a Christmas holiday break. But, you know, Memorial Day, you're doing, you're entertaining. You know, Fourth of July, you're entertaining. At the showboat, we had three shows a day. Yakov always let us have off the Fourth of July. He didn't have a show Fourth of July. That was the year See? he became, a, that was the day he became an American, Fourth of July. So it was, oh. took a two-week break right on there. Perfect. So nice. But, uh. Yeah, the the holidays are busy for us now. Now, let me ask you this: Are you do you are you planning on uh, performing the uh, Canadian national anthem on Thursday morning? Well, funny, funny you should say to bring that up because uh, for people who don't know, this is Canada Week in Branson. In Branson, uh, don't know why. I would love to know why, um, well, but Canada, of course, Canadians don't celebrate. Thanksgiving. This isn't their holiday. Yeah, it's not their holiday, but for some reason, this week, they come down to Branson. We've got tons and tons of Canadians down here, and uh, the buses, uh, uh, we're, our, our audience is just filled with Canadians, and we, we used to, the, the, the brothers have a really cool arrangement of O Canada, and they would sing that. The only show, <laughs> well, I've done tons of shows in Branson, like 20 different performers, but you know, we would do our bus announcements and groups announcements, and they would all, you know, be from Canada. But the only time we'd acknowledge it with the uh, Canadian national anthem was during the, the the Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin brothers would perform "O Canada." Oh, really? Yeah. And I bet the audience would just but they like, enjoyed Yay! that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean we welcome the, our Canadian friends up here, and and for also people, I don't know how many people listen to this podcast outside of Branson, but. We are a mecca of everybody. I mean, during the summer, uh, one of the games that you play is, you know, count how many different state license plate states. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they're everywhere. Uh, and, and, and Ontario, Alberta, we see cars with Ontario license plate, which is really cool. I couldn't tell you the, the, the makeup, you know, because all, all the license, each state has a different... You know, like yeah. we, we have six characters and I think California has seven or whatever. I, I forget how it is, but to see, you know, I, I haven't seen Mexico. That doesn't mean they're not here. I haven't either. But, but especially Canada. Uh, I used to greet buses and on Canada week, I would, we would have this, these buses that came through and they would be Canadian, Canadian bus travelways or whatever. And the entire bus would be painted with. China or Chinese, <laughs> no, not Canadian Chinese. inventors and what they invented from the front to the back, and you'd be surprised. What? No way! Like the wheelchair and all kinds of different things Canadians that we use every the wheelchair every day. Yeah, it was a very informative bus. So. Oh no! See, that would be fascinating yeah. for me because when I worked at Shoji's from '98 to 2001, I mean we. You know, he had like, you know, 35 buses per show. So the whole cast and band would go right. out and we would do the, the bus greet and everything. Mm-hmm. But they were from everywhere. And it, it's very entertaining. I mean, it, there, there's, a, there's a good side and a bad side. Uh, <laughs> for If you're local in Branson and you get the outsiders that really don't know how to to drive in Branson, <laughs> you know, but so but when I was here 20, you know, 20 years, 20, 15 or 20 years ago, you just know the little back roads like the red route and the blue route and the yellow, and you just kind of go get around everybody. But now there's so many people and everybody kind of knows. I mean, the town is growing. I'm very curious to see what our next census numbers are coming up. Yeah. Cause we were at, when I moved here, we were 36. 
600, which isn't yeah. much. And then the last census was uh, over 10,000. So mm-hmm. that's a more than double, all, almost triple. And so I'm really curious. You know, we have millions of visitors every year. Silver Dollar City is a huge draw. Um, well, it's a destination in itself. Yeah, basically. yeah, it is. How do we get on this? Not sure. We should have a podcast about Branson. Well, I know. You know, I, I, I'm in I'm in the market to do podcasts. I've got extra we, microphones. We could, now. We both of us have enough knowledge, and we could bring in tons of people about Branson and the I think industry we and the tourism <laughs> and what's going on. And you know, we yeah, could, we could do it. I, you know, I think we should seriously talk about that. Yeah. But this is a weather weather podcast. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Thanksgiving. That's how we got on this. But, it's going to rain. Uh, well, it is going to rain for Thanksgiving, but let's <laughs> let's talk about something that's going to happen before that. Uh, we we got quite a quite a big bump in confidence of severe weather tomorrow. I mean, we're recording this on Monday evening, the twenty fifth. So the Storm Prediction Center has upgraded much of the area to a slight risk of severe weather on Tuesday, which went whoa. I'm I'm down with that. Um, it's odd. <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving well, week. Well, yeah, and we got a couple of powerful, powerful systems. I can't stress how powerful these things are. Um, well, you know they're powerful when you have in Oklahoma. They're they're advertising in central northern Oklahoma and south central Kansas. They're advertising forty-five to sixty mile an hour winds over there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen the, like high wind warnings. Yeah. Wind advisor. Wind advisory is the is the baby, but you get up fast that it's the high wind warning. It's sustained winds of fifty mile per hour or greater. Uh, could be and everybody, you know, hurricane force is seventy four, and you know, I don't know if there's going to be that or not. But but yeah, I mean, the pressure. This thing is going to bomb. They talk about it bombing the bombogenesis. Um, Winter storm warnings out all the way from Kansas. Well, actually, even you know Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, all the way to the Canadian border. Yeah, this thing is a monster. And do not bring up the Weather Channel naming it because I don't want to hear it. Do you know what it is? I don't want to know. I don't. <laughs> what is it? I have no idea. Oh, okay, good. Well, don't worry about it then. I don't watch. The I don't either. <laughs> online or on no. TV. It's very, very rare that I would watch it. Anyway, all I can say is, guys, don't name Winter Storms. That's silly. But uh, what that means is uh, tomorrow is going... We, we did a live cast, right? we got to tell people we did a live cast right before this on our Facebook page. And uh, we talked about this. Tomorrow is going to feel very interesting. Uh, we've got a lot of... I mean, as this storm gets really ramped up, it's in Colorado now, going to move into Kansas tomorrow. Uh, morning and just really start stirring up the atmosphere. Uh, it's just going to be cloudy skies, kind of, yeah. And you know what? These clouds are going to be screaming across the sky. You know they are. Be good for a time lapse. I could do it in the morning because yeah. I got two shows tomorrow. Yay. Uh, but that's okay. That's what, that's where you're going to have to take I'm just interested in watching our website and watching the wind, what the wind gusts are on there. I know. And for people who don't, you know, not familiar with our website, it's really easy. Stormdarweather.com. Go there. And on the, uh, you scroll down, you'll see the rain, uh, a rain gauge. It'll say for the month uh, to the week, to the year, to whatever. Uh, that is live. It will update every minute. So, you know, if it's pouring down rain, you could actually watch it 
real time from a weather station that's attached right on the top of my my roof at Stormdare headquarters. And if you scroll on that, you can go down and see the wind. It's got a wind graph. It's got a barrel graph. It's got all sorts of stuff. And the wind thing, that's going to be really interesting tomorrow. Again, updated every minute. And (laughs) it's so cool. I have full confidence in the installation that it's not going to fall down in that heavy wind. I hope so, because I wasn't up there. <laughs> I, I forced you to go up there. <laughs> no, my mother would kill me if I, if I, if I went up we'll there. We'll just stick it back up if it falls down. Yeah, I, 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 I come around... Because <laughs> I'm not in a valley, but there, to get to down Spring Meadows Parkway, you kind of go and you look, and I always look and make sure it's standing right straight up. Good. You know, the, we'll see after tomorrow, because we're going to... You know, like I said, the confidence is really increased. Um, there could be some severe weather. It could be some tornadoes. I mean, we're not going to sugarcoat it here. Yeah, um, we'll see. It's, I mean, it's not a tornado outbreak. We want to say that. But uh, it, it, I believe that some of these start because the dynamics are so freaking strong. I mean, behind this front, once this front passes, like the line of, of severe weather is going to, it'd be probably at nine o'clock. Uh, the last, you know, we looked during the, the live cast between, it says between nine and 11 PM. So nothing's going to happen in the daytime. It's going to happen at night, but behind that front, once those storms rip through the area, we're going to have winds of 30, 40 mile an hour, just screaming, and that's what's going to be the the big thing. But then yeah. the severe threat will be over. Mm-hmm. So, you, it's just an active week, a very active. Yeah, that's just one. You know, I mean, and the the forecasted high for tomorrow, the National Weather Service is sixty nine for Branson. I'm just feeling we're going to bust through that. I mean, they've done it before. Uh, I mean, not their fault. I just I see forecasts where they say. Okay, uh, we're going to get 60, 65 degrees, and then we end up getting 69 or 70. I just think we're going to like bust through it. The, the thing is, the, the, the wind isn't really going to pick up and get crazy tomorrow. It's tomorrow night after the front moves through. But that's going to leave Wednesday to be breezy and sunny and cooler with the high around 50. So, yeah, you're going to have to... Uh, monitor everything now and if hopefully it'll wait till i get home i mean my show gets over about 10 15 i'll be home about 10 35 so i imagine that it'll break out before you get home but it's not get here yet you know you know what will happen i get out of my show at 10 15 it will arrive at 10 10 yeah <laughs> you have to drive home in the it's like dang it <laughs> it's gonna be like crazy <clears throat> But, I mean, and they moved it back because when I looked earlier this evening, like 4.30 or 5 o'clock, they said, uh, National Weather Service said that it probably would go through 10, between 10 and midnight. Well, you know, since then they've kind of backed up and that may do it again. Uh, models are trying to get a hold of this thing. It, it's a monster. What was the latest high on Tuesday that you saw? On Tuesday? Tomorrow. 69. Yeah. I'm, I bet we see 70. Oh, I easily. Easily. That's just been the trend lately. Yeah, they've been undershooting it yeah. and the guidance. Now, I will say, I mean, if we remain in clouds, you know, we could get 6970. If the sun comes out, oh dude, we're going to we might be mid 70s if the sun comes out. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, everything breaks loose on on uh, Tuesday night, which I'm really looking forward to. I got to sleep. I don't have to I don't have a morning show tomorrow. Woohoo! Good. I love that. I, I'm, I'm not a morning person, as everybody knows, huh. but Corey is. Um, no, no, 
I used to be, but not now. If the weather radio goes off, you're a morning person. I yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's going to cool us down a little bit. Uh, that's the big thing. But the next big thing is what this podcast is about. Uh, it's going to be a very, very wet, rainy period uh, starting probably late Wednesday night and persisting through, what, Saturday now? I mean, yeah, it, it's, Saturday. Yeah, it's going to go. I mean, we're talking multiple rounds of just rain, 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 rain. It, it, it. We could get three or more inches, I think. Um, th- it's still a few days out. Uh, well, what if we were to get a good inch? What if it was a slow, uh, not a slow mover, but if, if we got a good dumper over us tomorrow night? Yeah. They're not really counting that in the uh, long range. No. No, what they're looking at is is Thursday through Saturday, right. basically. So that would be just extra. Basically. Yeah, so if we get an inch tomorrow, then total we could get four or more yeah. inches. So that's something to watch. Uh, yeah, they talked about flooding concerns. Um, we're not looking at severe weather. Um, this is just more of a basic rain event. What's, what's happening, which is, is kind of an interesting thing, the, the National Weather Service said this a few days ago. They said this is kind of a typical setup for uh, multiple rounds of rain. We've got a, uh, a long wave. Uh, if you're not sure what that is, it's a big, long uh, trough of low pressure, and that's going to be setting up to the west. But we're also going to have an area of high pressure in the southeast, and that's going to prevent any eastward motion. So any fronts and any troughs that try to move zonally from west to east are going to bump into that that ridge, and they're not going to go anywhere. So that's why they're saying it's just going to kind of set up with multiple rounds of just rain, 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 no snow, rain. The, the, the colder air is going to stay way up to the northwest of us. So we are not looking looking for any rain, but I mean, any snow or ice. We're just looking at a lot of sky water. And that's good Yeah, this week. And they also said that the Pacific and the Gulf moisture is both in play. I mean, you get the long wave setting up where uh, when you get a storm in the desert southwest like Arizona, well, the counterclockwise around that is pulling in that Pacific moisture, flinging it up into the Midwest. And you've also got that powerful storm over Kansas and Oklahoma that's pulling up Gulf moisture. So the what we call PWAT, P-W-A-T, precipitable water values are going to be unusually high for this time of year. So get your boats out, get your canoes. Could could be a fun, uh, a fun time. I, I like rain, so I'm I'm good with it. You are a pluviophile. Yeah, yeah. Now I I also want to bring up that the Storm Prediction Center uh, on day five, uh, day five, you always count today. So they're talking about Friday at this point. So if Monday is day one, Tuesday is day two. Friday would be day five. Uh, southern Kansas, central Oklahoma to northern Texas, kind of like that on the northeastern part, uh, they do have highlighted for potential severe weather at that point. And that's from that other system that's developing, not the one tomorrow. We're talking about the one that's going to develop that powerful one, the mm-hmm. other powerful one. And if you, know, if you look at the GFS, it's really, really nice eye candy. It's very... Um, not boring, I'll put it that way. Just yeah. snow, heavy snow, you know. And people are always wondering about, you know, our winter weather outlook. We're we're, we're thinking about it at this point. We're not ready to give it yet. Um, the, the, there's a few more things, a few more factors I want to to look at in December before I really think 
you know, give a give a winter outlook. I don't know. What do you think? For winter? Yeah. Who knows at this I point? Think we're, <laughs> I think we, we're getting some winter early. You know, we did. Yeah, we so did. That's true. I think we'll be have a, a little warmer winter since we got some winter early. Well, you know, the, the Climate Prediction Center, <clears throat> excuse me, Climate Prediction Center keeps saying it's going to be just slightly above average. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it might be just normal. Yeah. Yeah. Forties, twenties. I mean, that's, yeah. that's normal with, with some fifties. Um, it, uh, I mean, on, on the long term, uh, GFS again, we're just taking this with a grain of salt, but it's been pretty good. Uh, a week out, we're talking like the December 1st, which is Sunday to tonight is Monday. Um, so seven days out, it looks it looks interesting at this point. I'm just going to kind of wait and see. The National Weather Service is kind of looking at it, too. Could get some wintry stuff. It doesn't look anything major. Um, again, it kind of depends on when this whole blocking pattern is going to break from the massive rain that we're going to get. So we're just, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. So on the tropics, got a couple more weeks. Well, technically, this is the last week of the tropics. Um but if they if stuff keeps happening, we're gonna have to keep saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tropical storm Sebastian. We got to the S's in the Atlantic. Um, yeah, Sebastian came. It formed just a tropical storm, quite in the middle, kind of whirly bird around, and then got cut up in a uh, in a nice big uh, what do you call it? Just big wind wind gust or whatever, and is headed off toward uh, England, not mm-hmm. New England, England, the real country. Of England, right. uh, and matter of fact, the National Hurricane Center today doesn't even have Sebastian on there. Uh, nothing, nothing in the Atlantic now. But I went and I was like, "Nada, we're not going to get anything in the Eastern Pacific." Uh, but I looked and there's <laughs> okay. This is from the National Hurricane Center. Ready? Disorganized cloudiness near Baja. I like my clouds organized. I I do too. I mean, I don't think there's any reason to point out disorganized clouds yeah their wording just kind of makes me chuckle i mean you know there's i think there's just different ways to 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 say it an area of disturbed weather you know i don't know but disorganized cloud i'm gonna have to write all these down in my in Mm -hmm. my book but that's not going to develop into anything there's a zero percent chance so uh, and then the Central Pacific, of course, nothing. So in all essence, discounting the disorganized cloudiness, we have nothing in the Atlantic, Pacific, Eastern Pacific, or the Central Pacific. So that that's kind of on schedule. Winding down. It is. It is. So, you know, I think now that the... Now, now that <laughs> the weather school want, is wanting to play, we probably better go to the weather school. And I remember last week we talked about... Uh, both of us were talking about how they have... Consu- the Noah has consolidated all these different watches or you know advisory products into you know like the like the the freezing rain advisory we don't have that anymore it's in the winter weather advisory which some of it we agree with some of it we disagree with but I I promise to bring this weather school back out and I'm going to listen to it too uh, winter weather product consolidation so let's get to that if there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. A winter weather advisory has just been issued for our area. Are we going to get snow? 
or ice, or what? I'm sure some of you are old enough to remember a winter weather product called the Travel Advisory. This product was issued when snow or ice would make travel difficult, and obviously people were advised not to be out on the road. Remember the freezing rain advisory? Or the heavy snow warning? Pretty simple and self-explanatory into what the public should be aware of regarding impending winter weather. But in late 2018, the National Weather Service launched a program into which they would begin to consolidate several winter weather products into a more general presentation. For example, the freezing rain advisory was moved into the umbrella of a winter weather advisory. The heavy snow warning was moved into the winter storm warning, and the blizzard watch was moved into the winter storm watch. Other older products that were consolidated into the winter weather advisory are the snow advisory, the snow and blowing snow advisory, and the sleet advisory. That's a lot of advisories. But in order to see what the primary hazard is, you would have to read the text provided in the product description. A winter weather advisory now can mean either snowfall from 1 to 3 inches or a minor ice event, both of which could create travel difficulties. A winter storm watch could mean expected snowfall of greater than 4 inches, but if there's going to be strong winds, then it may develop into a blizzard, but you wouldn't know that unless you read the text in the description. The warning products have remained basically the same. A winter storm warning for heavy snowfall with or without ice, an ice storm warning for significant ice accretion, and the blizzard warning for high winds, snow, very cold temperatures, and whiteout conditions. For areas who experience lake effect snow, like the Great Lakes regions, the lake effect snow advisory is now under the umbrella of the winter weather advisory. The lake effect snow watch is under the winter storm watch, and the lake effect snow warning is now under the winter storm warning. Approximately 21% of all auto accidents are weather-related, with 1.2 million weather-related crashes per year. Variable speeds are a common source of accidents, especially multi-vehicle accidents. Annually, weather-related accidents result in around 5,000 deaths and more than 418,000 injuries. Estimated costs of these weather-related incidents are over $5 billion in property damage, over $3 billion for medical care, and over $8 billion for lost productivity. 
Even though there's a lot of product consolidation, a new product has been developed by the National Weather Service, and it is called the Snow Squall Warning. Its description is, A short-lived burst of heavy snowfall resulting in a rapid onset of near-zero visibilities and slick roads, and often accompanied by gusty winds with the intensity similar to short-term blizzard. Snow squalls generally last roughly between one and three hours. Snow squalls are responsible for many significant chain reaction accidents. These accidents occur as drivers quickly go down clear and dry conditions to whiteout conditions. And this is basically a daytime phenomena. The snow squall warning is also used for plunging temperatures and gusty winds behind cold fronts sufficient to produce flash freezes and blowing snow. Personally, I agree that some of the archaic advisories should be consolidated. But I think the freezing rain advisory would have more public awareness and clarity if it were still in operation. The main objective of this entire consolidation effort is to make it easier for the public to understand if roads could get icy or a mammoth snowstorm is on the way. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you have all sorts of the stuff that they consolidated. Um, I don't know. I mean, the the travel advisory, I get that. We don't need the travel advisory anymore. I love the travel advisory. That That's when I was really getting into weather because they would issue a travel advisory. I'm like, ooh, what's this mean? You know? I liked it. I liked really? it better than the winter weather advisory because it was clear and concise. And some people still use travel advisory instead of the term winter weather advisory. Oh, really? Yeah, like Travis in Tulsa. Oh, I like that. He uses travel advisory, not winter weather advisory. Well, yeah, because it's out of the NOAA lexicon now. Well, it's basically telling you, hey, right in the name, hey, we might have some travel issues. Yeah, I I agree. Hey, we're not going to have five feet of snow. We might have some travel issues. You could be some slickiness out there, so you don't need any of that stuff. No, I, I totally get that. But we can't do anything about it because we're just the layman and we're the amateurs and we don't have any input. Okay, it's time to get to the next segment, which is in other news. And uh, we had a uh, listener follower submitted question, our buddy Daniel Johnson. And he had a, he posed a great question. And uh, I didn't know the answer. And I thought, huh, <clears throat> Because we are going into, or we're, we're now into La Nada, in other words, we're not El Nino, and we're not La Nina, we're in like a neutral, in so neutral, when was the last time that we had that for a winter, and what was the winter light? I thought that, man, that is a fantastic question. So, what I... What okay? So what I looked is, and and you can <laughs> verify this. The last time that we had a a neutral or Lanada season and was in 2013, 2014. In December of 2013, we had 13 and a half inches of snow. Right, I remember that. In January of 2014, 
we had nine and a half inches of snow. That's a lot of snow. So that was snowy. Now, okay, now that's just one factor, okay? <laughs> that, that, that's just one factor that, that, that happened. So, I mean, there's other factors come in. Just because we're in a, in a Lanata phase or neutral phase doesn't mean we're going to get 15 inches of snow. However, <laughs> we have, look, look at the storm system that, that, that's going up now, dumping tremendous amounts of snow. So, anyway, uh, and also the year before that, 2012 and 2013, was also a Lanata year. And there was not much snow in that one. But you have a fighting chance on yeah. Lanata. Yeah, Years. yeah, because we're kind of right in that middle, so, and it's more than we've had in a while. True, so true. It could happen. C- yeah, could. <laughs> Not sure. Okay, you got something over there, don't you? Well, in this week in weather history, we don't really do that segment anymore because we've done them all. But uh, I found this one, and it was not new, but we've not done it in 1981. Uh, this week in November, uh, United Kingdom. Had a tornado outbreak. Now you don't hear that often, do you? The United, really? Wow, that's it, interesting. It's regarded as the largest recorded tornado outbreak in European history. Wow! In five hours and twenty-six minutes, during the late morning and early afternoon, one hundred and four confirmed tornadoes touched down across Wales, in central, northern, and eastern England. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot. Now, now they're in the same season we are at the same at the same time. They're basically right. heading into winter. So it's, yeah. And when when was this? November. November twenty third, nineteen eighty one. That's it. This week. Wow. That's two days ago. One hundred and four I mean, confirmed tornadoes. That's a lot of tornadoes. Do they have the same type of radar system that we do over here? Boy, I don't. Back know. Back then they couldn't have because in nineteen eighty one we didn't have the radar. Yeah. You know the then WSRAs, that we do now. Yeah. Yeah. So, fan, wow. Very I, interesting. Well, then how would they know 104? Well, I mean, you know, 104 Surveys. people saw a tornado. <laughs> Maybe they surveyed afterwards. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because over there in England, I mean, how how would they know? It, at least, so, I, yeah, 104, I'm sure casualties were there. But at five hours and 26 minutes, late morning, boy, that must have been some powerful system. I wonder if it was like Sebastian, you know, something that... Something would have set it off. Oh, it had to be. Think. But that, that, that would Thanksgiving make week. Wow. Hey, have you heard that uh, Thursday morning for Thanksgiving, the uh, the balloons are in jeopardy at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Why? They're in jeopardy of not flying due to the uh, projected winds of that day. Oh. The city has set forth regulations for the balloons if you have a wind uh, constant wind speed of 23 over 23 miles an hour or a wind gust over 34 the balloons are grounded they can't f- oh that makes sense they haven't been grounded since 1971 oh wow but this year they're looking at possible wind speeds of 34 to 37 miles an hour during the entire day. Sustained? So, it's what it says, yeah. Wow. So, we may be having a balloonless Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. A balloonless 
Macy's Thanksgiving balloonless. I like that. It's just not the same without the balloons. Well, I know. I know. You see, uh, what is it? Blues Clues. I mean, every year, and and my wife Karen would let we'd turn on and watch it every. Oh, me too. All the time, but but they're they're known for that. That's that's, that's what that's what they're that's what they do. That yeah, that's what they do. So, but you know, it would totally make sense. I would I would hate to do. Uh, you know, get a nice balloon as I worked on for months, and then you know, forty mile an hour wind gusts and it would just snap and go up. I mean, are, I guess they're helium. Are they helium or? Yeah, I think so. Hot air. But I don't. They know. cause, you know, they could cause some injuries. You get especially for the people trying to steer the balloons. Holding oh, on that's to right. Oh, yeah, they could just all just. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Right. Like, did, did everything get between that funnel effect and the wind just lift them up to the yeah, top? Yeah, and it could happen. That would especially when be you get that you know, thirty-seven mile an hour winds. That that would be ungood. Isn't there something where the helium we're running not running out running out of helium or something? I heard that that we're getting yeah, low on helium. We are, and it's supposed to be a uh, a luxury in coming years. You're not going to mm. be able to go buy birthday balloons with helium in them much longer because the earth is running out of that element how weird i didn't know it's not something that can be regenerated i manufactured i have no idea we need to get a scientist on well it's an element i you know what i'm going to uh send a a message to neil degrasse tyson okay yeah uh, he would he's a big fan of ours yeah i know he follows us uh over uh, no, he doesn't. I think follow he's us. in the road, road conditions. Group. Yeah, yeah, he's in the. Road. <laughs> That's true. And speaking of road conditions, yes, if you haven't joined the group, join the group. It's very, very popular. Oh, and you posted something in there, very fascinating. Well, they did a bridge inspection the other day and yeah. found a gaping hole in one of the. I guess it was like a girder or something that caused them to close the bridge immediately. Well, that's not good. It's, it's an older bridge. It, I love that bridge. Now, is this where is this at? This, this is, like, is in Kissy Mills. Kissy Mills, okay. Over Beaver Creek on Highway 160. Oh. <laughs> Don't ask. Anyway, they got a big hole in the bridge over there. So that's causing a huge inconvenience for people who live right on the other side. Oh, because they've got to go around. Not only for them driving to work, that adds an hour, hour and a half to their commute. No way. But what about the school buses? And what about the emergency vehicles? It's just a pain in the rear. And wow. today they announced that they're going to start work on uh, Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Uh-huh. And it could be out until uh, mid-December or so. Oh, for a few weeks. Three weeks or so. Well, yeah, you know, to be honest, if they have a big gaping hole in the support system and you drive over that, that would be... Bad. Right. Yeah, it would be very bad. Uh, wow. I'm glad they caught it, but shoot. Wow. Yes, it's These an poor inconvenience. People. Yes, it's an inconvenience. But but you're still alive. You're, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Saving lives, which is They're what we do. They're doing their job, even though it's an inconvenience and you're irritated. MoDOT yeah. found it before it was too late. Well, it's like that thing, what the bridge down at 86, which is what the summer or summer yeah. or spring or summer they did that. Yeah. And, and see, that's the thing about the road conditions group. It doesn't have to be weather related, it has to be travel related. Right. So anytime you have, you know, travel issues, a tree on the road, a bridge like that, 86 bridge flooding, anything. Um, we have more and more and more people that are joining this road conditions group, uh, which we absolutely love. It's community based. Uh, all you got to do is just go and click, you know, join the group. 
And if you're anywhere, it doesn't have to be in Branson. It can be anywhere in southwest Missouri, Springfield. It can be anywhere in the anywhere uh, down Harrison, northeast uh, northeast Oklahoma, southeast Kansas. Just you know, it, because people, if we have enough people traveling those those routes, then that's you know we want to keep people safe. So uh, that's that's our main goal. Yep. Okay, I think it's time to get to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week's Stormdar weather weather word of the week is metamorphism. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, that's really good. Okay, metamorphism, which means changes in the structure and texture of snow grains, which results in variations in temperature migration of liquid water and water vapor and pressure within the snow cover. Ooh. Cool, huh? Not really. Oh, well, I, I found that. thought it was, you know, metamorph it. Like if Isn't you're that morphing. when like a cicada sheds its skin? Probably. I, I think that it's... that's called? Well, yeah, I think it's kind of like... Okay, you're going to laugh at this. I think it's kind of like when you're in your ice maker, and it makes ice cubes, but if, if you don't take all the ice cubes after months and months, then the bottom ice cubes kind of morph into like one big yeah. ice cube that you can't use. <laughs> I think that's what happens is... is uh, <clears throat> See, last week we had our weather word of the week was snow grains. How about that? <clears throat> but if you have variations in temperature... That if it's down there, it's going to kind of, you know, melt and reform, kind of like a, a snowflake melts and kind of refreezes. It becomes sleet or grapple. Um, yeah, I just thought that was kind of a cool cool, uh, cool thing. Yeah. So there you go. So you have plans for tomorrow? Not tomorrow. Good, because I have two shows. You're going to have to watch the weather. That's always my plan. I, I know. And I wonder, I mean, people are going to be traveling this weekend. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be rainy. Uh, but again, if you're going northwest, if you're going northwest of Kansas City, you know, I'm going to, uh, I need to check that. I think Kansas City is is okay. Uh, I don't think Kansas City's in. in Could uh, be uh, windy for some of that trip. You know, on certain days. Oh yeah, windy. I'm checking Depending down. on where you're going. Okay, I, I have nothing for. Okay, I'm going to check the Kansas City. Uh, so tomorrow, rain, thunderstorms, likely breezy. Uh, Thanksgiving Day, it's a little bit of mix in the morning, but then then uh, rain and doesn't look like it's going to be anything. So we're we're good on the Kansas City aspect. Uh, let's go to to St. Louis. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, I'm checking the St. Louis now. Um, showers. So it doesn't look like thunderstorms. The, the whole system is going to be pulling out. So uh, no freezing stuff. High, uh, tomorrow is 59. Ooh, it's going to be in the 70s here. Uh, Thanksgiving Day, 30% chance of light snow. Uh, and then rain likely. And then rain, 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 rain for all that coming in. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Miami because Miami is even more towards the, the west than us. Uh, 20% chance of something. They're not looking at as much rain as we are. No. And if you notice where that slight risk is, it's basically along Highway 65. They've expanded a little west of 65, but but basically it's east. So I think it's going to develop kind of over Branson. I'll be interested in what, what the midnight outlook says. I know. And see if they do some kind of watch or... Uh, not at midnight, but yeah. No. I, I would assume they would. 
no, later on. No, they're definitely. I think they're definitely gonna. We're gonna see a watch. If we get a slight risk, there's gonna be a watch somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, may not be for Branson, but we're just gonna have to watch it and keep going. So if you are traveling, be very very safe this weekend. And uh, if you're not traveling, stay home and enjoy the the rain. And hopefully- make sure you cook your turkey fully. Yes, you will get worms, according to what they say on oh, TV. Yeah. And you get turkey worms. I don't think you will, but you know they no, say if you don't cook it long enough, you'll get sick. Well, my mom says you'll get the tomain. Yeah, and it took me forever to realize that tomain actually starts with a P. I didn't know that. I don't even know what that is. Well, I'll take your word for it. Tomain poisoning? Yeah, it, yeah. You need to Google that. You need to tomain poisoning. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I. That I wanted to say on the podcast. No. Black Friday could be wet. Oh, no. No, not could. Will. <laughs> Will. The confidence is pretty high that we're going to get some rain. Oh, we are going to get rain. <laughs> Starting probably late Wednesday night enough. So so be safe. So, and So don't do anything stupid on Black Friday. No. Always turn your phone. Horizontal. So, so you can get good fight videos. Yeah. And if you do that, then upload them you know, to us. Cause right. Then we'll, we'll, Especially what, if it's in the rain. That's what I need to do is make a Storm Dark Weather Black Friday fight group. That would be good. <laughs> uh, that would be good. I think we're starting to go off, off the rails now. Oh, gosh. Well, you got anything else? Nope. Oh, I think it's probably time to wrap this thing up then. Uh, fight and find my outro. Hang on. Nice to have your outro in there. Okay, so <laughs> be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the Winter Weather Myths edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs>